Welcome to another interview at Animal Cafe. Each Monday, we offer a new podcast with experts and enthusiasts working to better the lives of animals. Check our website, animalcafe.co, for upcoming interviews and more. Hi, this is Edie Girolam, Animal Cafe's pet travel correspondent. Today I'm going to be speaking with Cal Bryant, the social media and PR director of Fido Friendly Magazine, which has been around for more than 11 years and is about to publish its 50th issue. Welcome, Carol. Thanks, Edie. It's great to be here. Why don't you tell us a little about yourself and your dog, Dexter, and what you do at Fido Friendly, including how long you've been with the magazine um, and website, I know, and um, what Dexter does if he has a, an official role. <laughs> Absolutely. He's my favorite topic, so I'm glad you brought him up first. Well, Dexter is my Cocker Spaniel, and I like to say he's my heartbeat at my feet. Um, After losing my dog of nearly 15 years, I said to myself, never again. I could not get this close to a dog, and Dexter is my never again, realizing that I could never not love that way again. I have been with Fido Friendly for about three years, but on a regular basis, about two And as you said, I do their social media and PR, but I also do writing and blogging for them. And what Dexter's role is, is he's officially my tester. He's a generally happy-go-lucky Cocker Spaniel, but if he's being treated well and I see that his demeanor is good and the hotel or facility is extending itself to him, that generally is a good sign that I'm going to have a nice stay over and it'll be a positive review for for everybody involved. Do you travel around with him a lot reviewing products and destinations for Fido Friendly? I do. I've actually been traveling with dogs for about 16 years, and last year we went cross-country, Dexter and I. We started in Pennsylvania and made our way to Denver and really took three weeks and just explored and investigated and uncovered some of the -the off-the-beaten-path places and some of the places that people might not think that dogs are actually welcome and try to just get something from the dog's point of view other than what I thought I would enjoy. I thought, what would be a dog's Disneyland? And so I let Dexter pretty much be my guide. Terrific. Well, that Mm -hmm. brings me to a more general question. How does Fido Friendly cover travel? Is it primarily destination-oriented, or do you also do advice and other things? We do. We actually travel to each and every destination that we write about because our mantra is that we think you need to be there and actually review it. I judge it on a few criteria when I go. How is the place treating my dog? Um, Is he being treated like a member of the family? And what was funny is a story happened to me recently, and I wrote this down to tell you. I called the front desk at a place in Maine, and I was booking reservations for a vacation, and I wanted to know if dogs were accepted. And the woman at the desk told me that dogs are not only welcome, but they just roll out the red carpet. They've never had a dog steal the towel, play the TV too loud, break the furniture, or who got drunk and caused a problem. So she said, actually, if your dog can vouch for you, then you're welcome too. (laughs) It it was that kind of thing. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I don't even know what your facility is like, but I can't wait to get there if, if, you know, this is the way you view animals. And we cover more than travel, though. Um, so, So many more things other than travel in the magazine. And that's the part I really like about it is uh, the health and wellness and trends and topics and 
places to explore, definitely, but even dog training advice and uh, the latest products. So it's really, it's a fun magazine, even if I wasn't working here. It is a fun magazine, and it sounds like you get to do a lot of fun stuff for the magazine. Do you go undercover? Do you tell them that you're from a magazine? Usually I let them know that I'm there, and in a few times that I haven't, uh, my dog is such a, a high personality, and he's such an outgoing boy that they know there's something special about us, <laughs> but he draws attention to me. So even in the times that um, I'm sort of incognito, cause I think like you do, Edie, if you know I'm coming, well, of course it's going to be great. I want to go there when you don't know I'm coming. That's generally my rule of thumb, but sometimes I want to say probably 60% of the time they know I'm going to be there. They just don't know how strict our standards are. Um, to me, dog welcoming is one thing, and then dog accepting is another. Um, mm -hmm. Don't tell me that your room is, is so dog welcoming, and then I think, well, what is it? And you say, because there's no carpeting, it's hardwood floor. You know, that that's, that's nice, but to mm -hmm. me, dog welcoming is so much more than just a room at the corner of the hall. Well, I I should ask you, what is... What are a few of the things that dog welcoming means to you? How do you judge, um, aside from, you know, the attitude, uh, what what do you look for in a place to to be dog welcoming? What are you doing for my dog when, when we come there? Are you providing me with some places I could go around your facility to take my dog? Are there things to do? Um, I just think it's a nice touch to give a welcome packet whether that's treats for your dog or a little goodie bag or something. What are the extra amenities? And I'm seeing things like doggy concierge is offering um, pet walking services, pet fitting services. Are those types of things available? What would you expect for your kids when you check in? And I'm sort of putting the same standard on that for my dog. Um, for And if you are a four-star or above, it really depends. You know, it's something like campgrounds or is this an upscale hotel? It really depends on what I'm looking for, the standard of the place I'm checking into, and then I'll hold them to that standard once I'm there. Well, now you said you've been traveling with your dog for, with, with dogs for uh, 16 years. So I'm wondering, have you seen a change in pet travel during that time? Uh, absolutely. One of the things that stands out to me is that more people are traveling with their pets and realizing these hotels and so, and so forth are realizing that if I open my doors to pets, it's it's good for my business and people are going to stay longer because they're not worried about getting home to their dog. One of the biggest trends that I've seen is people, like I said, staying longer, but the catering to the dogs. Uh, not just you can come and, like I said, there's a room at the end of the hall. They, these are the rooms that are high-end. These are campgrounds. These are even there's something we just profiled called glamping which that's glamorous camping where you might want to sleep outdoors, but you don't necessarily want to be on a sleeping bag. So you're sort of in a nice little upscale cabin. And these are things that weren't available, I would say, even five to seven years ago. So the options that are available for pet-friendly pet, tra you know, pet travelers have definitely increased, Edie. So you mentioned um, things like glamping, which is a wonderful term. I hadn't heard it. Um, what other trends have you noticed recently in pet travel or travel in general that would affect pets? I'm noticing the amenities on check-in. No matter where you're going, and again, it would change according to if it's a campground or if it's a, a high-end hotel, but gourmet pet menus, doggy daycare on site, 
I, um, the, the hotel I was telling you about earlier in Maine, it's actually called Inn by the Sea. They asked me when I arrived, would I like a massage? And I said, well, I'm really not sure. And they said, not for you, but for your dog. <laughs> and so I think that, okay, you know, I, I like that, though. I'm thinking, well, you're thinking ahead. And they didn't know I was with a magazine. So that made me feel even better because, to me, that says that's becoming the norm. And who I was as a person 16 years ago and my love of dogs and traveling with them, it seems like it's catching on. It's not just people here and there, but you're probably seeing this as well. It's really becoming the cultural norm to travel with your dog. And I think that's what I've noticed most of all, that businesses are noticing it, they're catering to it, and people are embracing it. It's smart business, definitely. It is. So I know Dexter is a little too large to fly under a plane seat, so <laughs> <laughs> you travel with him uh, a lot, so I'm assuming you go by car. And I'm wondering I do. What, what advice would you give people who want to travel with their dogs by car? What are some of the most important things you would tell them? Sure. From an early age, get your dog used to the car. Um, never take your fearful dog on a road trip. Just acclimate them slowly and how I like to tell people, because um, I get asked this question a lot, is take them somewhere fun and reward them when they get there, like they just won Westminster. Um, if you just take your dog to the vet or the groomer, the car will not be their best friend. But if they know they're going someplace fun, you can even work with your vet or an animal behaviorist on this. If you've adopted the dog or he's a little bit older, and you just, it's not something that you're going to solve overnight, but if you want to travel with your dog, get him used to that vehicle. Um, like I said, having traveled with my dog for as many years as I have, I personally am not a fan of loading my dog as cargo and flying, but in the event you want to, um, you do want to fly with your dog or that's something you're comfortable with, I did write a piece in the current issue for flying with Fido, and something interesting to, to uh, slightly step back what you said, Edie, there are dog parks at several airports now, so we investigated those so you know if you've got a layover, this is a place where you could take Fido, he could get out, stretch his legs, you know he's okay, and th these are the kind of things we look for to put our seal of approval on. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that Fido Friendly Magazine has a, uh, a special travel club, and I'm wondering if you would talk about that, how it works, what it does. Mm -hmm. It's very similar to AAA where members get a one-year subscription to the magazine and they also get access to hotels that offer a discount to any of the FIDO Friendly Travel Club members. So since we're revamping our website as we speak, we'll be unveiling the site within the next week or two and we'll have even more, more perks that will be going out to club members. And it's generally going to be between $35 and $40 a year, but like I said, that includes a $20 subscription and then you're getting all those neat perks on top of it. So we would just encourage people to check out the website, and we'll have new details on that soon. Well, that sounds very exciting. And I know that you have another very exciting thing coming up, which is that the magazine is celebrating its 50th birthday. So, I mean, the 50th issue, I should say. And I'm wondering mm -hmm. what, um, what you're doing, if anything special for that. We are, one of uh, the things that we're really fond of since it's our golden issue is we have golden girl Betty White on the cover. And I told my publisher, though, I still think we're puppies at heart because everybody's attitude here is still so much fun and we love what we do. One of the coolest things that I've seen in my time here that we're doing is 
we have a dog from Kansas City, Missouri, who needs a home, and she was a she's a pit bull, and we did a full color two page spread with her where we hired a photographer. She photographed this beautiful dog. Her name's Dahlia, at Hotel Phillips in Kansas City. She's surrounded by all these really cool products, close to $2,000 in products, and one lucky person can adopt Dahlia, but one lucky person will also win everything pictured in that photo spread, including a getaway to the Hotel Phillips. So we're trying to do something to excite our fans about the 50th issue, but also give back and try to get a dog, at least a dog, a home um, by beautifying her. We gave her the glamour treatment for the day, and I really hope she gets the forever home she deserves. Love it. What a wonderful thing. Yeah, and we're planning to do that in every issue. So knock on wood, I hope Dahlia finds her her happy family. Well, that's terrific. And uh, you've got a wonderful magazine, and um, I'm excited to see the new website when it comes out. When will that be, Carol? Yeah, that's an exclusive announcement. I actually got the okay to announce here that Within the next week or two, we will be launching our brand new website. It'll be uh, more fun and more interactive for our fans. So you can just log on to FidoFriendly.com and just keep watching for it. But I would say within seven to ten days, you'll see a brand new look. Well, wonderful. That's very exciting. And um, I wish you and the magazine uh, a happy anniversary, 50th, and uh, we look forward to the Betty White issue that's that's a real coup isn't it getting somebody as fat it is she's just she's as neat as you would think that she is you know the real deal and being such an animal rescuer and lover we're so honored to have her on the cover well it was terrific to talk to you carol and um i will look forward to everything that's going on at fido friendly thanks edie we really enjoy your show (laughs) thanks bye-bye